Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. Welcome in from the Athletic right now, Mike DeFabo joining here. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Certainly. Um, why don't we just start with this? What are you working on right now? Well, actually, I just finished up uh, a profile about Mason Rudolph, and I think he's one of the best stories in the NFL right now. I mean, let's just look at where his season started as a third-string afterthought. And, like, he joked at a press conference that he was considering commercial real estate and if he'd be doing that. Like, that wasn't a joke. I talked to his father, and he said he sat down with him, and they were working on a resume. And one of the nuggets in the story is that they were, like, joking, like, okay, tell me about some of your work experiences. And Mason was like, um, I pressure washed our neighbor's driveway that one time. And his dad's like, I don't think you want to put that on the resume. So, um, you know, I talked to Mike Gundy, his, his Oklahoma State coach, um, talked to his dad, as I mentioned. So kind of goes through his history and, and what brought him to this big moment starting a playoff game. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Good stuff getting Gundy. You know, I saw him on the field before Oklahoma State played Pitt that one time when Mason Rudolph had a pretty big game. It was blazing hot. It was down there. And Gundy's mullet was so great. It was cartoon character-like. It was, it was like he was dressed up for Halloween. It was incredible, by the way. Well, yeah, I mean, he fits in right here in Pittsburgh with the mullet, no doubt about that. Um, but, yeah, that game, Mason Rudolph threw for 540 yards. It was his best college performance. Um, and, uh, you know, there's an, interestingly, Mason started as a freshman in 2014, third on the depth chart. And after a pair of injuries, he was thrust into the starting lineup, needed to win one of the final two games to help his team qualify for bowl eligibility, make it to the postseason. Very similar, a lot of parallels to now. Um, and, and again, there's more details about those conversations and, and Mason deciding that he wanted to burn his red shirt to play. So definitely check that out in The Athletic tomorrow. Yeah, be sure to check that out in The Athletic tomorrow. Mike working hard, doing old school good journalism and talking to a bunch of sources and writing a big takeout piece is what it's called in The Athletic. So be sure to check that out. Will Mason Rudolph's skills be able to be fully utilized because of the weather on Sunday? Well, you know, that's, that's going to be a big thing. Um, my fiance Jenna, luckily, they've got all those forecasters at Channel 11, and they're, like, doing these minute-by-minute -minute breakdowns. I actually feel like best-case scenario for the Steelers, there's a ton of weather. It's windy, it's rainy, it's cold, it's snowy, it's a messy field, because, you know, that's going to limit Josh Allen, and that's going to, I think, take him out of the equation. 
And I feel like that's much more significant than Mason Rudolph being taken out of the game. You know, I feel like the recipe for the Steelers to win right here is turn Josh Allen over, run the ball really effectively, and then get in one of their typical messy, weird, strange games. Because I feel like maybe that's the Steelers' best competitive advantage is they don't know how to play a normal football game. And I think sometimes the opponent doesn't know how to react when they get in these kind of like strange, you know, grinded out rock fight type game. Did Jalen Warren lose carries by putting it on the ground the other day? Well, I, I think the weather probably helped him a little bit because, I mean, you go back to the very first carry of the game, Najee Harris got the ball and, like, it just slipped right out of his hand. Um, so ball security was an issue throughout. But we know that that's been a problem for Jalen Warren dating back to training camp, you know, last season in Latrobe. And I remember Eddie Faulkner at the time, made him carry around a football that I think he wrote like something on like uh, Jalen's baby or something like that. And he had to carry it to lunch and carry it like to the dorms and everything like that. So they've really worked on his ball security. And truly that's the one thing that holds him back because you look at what he does in pass protection. He's an absolute stud there. Um, It seems like every time he gets the football, he's able to create something out of nothing um, so really, it's just if he can hang on to the football, that's like his Achilles heel and the only one thing. But, you know, I, I think that the Steelers are wise enough to know that they're going to need Jalen. They're not going to put him in the doghouse for too long. Mike DeFabo joining from The Athletic here. Is there need to be a more concerted effort to get the football to George Pickens? Or is it the ultimate fan story and not necessarily a team story in so much as people are complaining, but it's just kind of like, okay, if it comes to it, it comes to it. If not, you just got to work with what they give you. There's a delicate balance there for sure. I mean, I think that there were definitely games where they underutilized George Pickens. And he is a special talent. There's no question about that with his insane catch radius and his ability to create yards after the catch. You want to find ways to get him the ball. And, you know, if a defense is going to be giving, you know, extra coverage his direction, having a safety shadow him over the top, you know, that's your opportunity to throw him a screen, maybe throw him a quick slant, maybe hand him the ball in a jet sweep, something like that. But one thing I've really appreciated about Mason Rudolph is when he does get the opportunities where he sees single high safety coverage and extra defenders in the box, that's when he's unafraid to take those chances and take those risks. So it's about a combination of things. It's about designing a game plan and highlighting your best players, but also knowing the opponent's going to try to take them away and so finding the right times to use them, I think, is, is really the answer to that question. Are Herbig and Golden ready to undertake the duties where it takes at least two men to fill uh, T.J. Watt's shoes? Yeah, I mean, I look back at this, and historically the Steelers, I believe, are 1-10 in 10 in games that T.J. Watt doesn't play. And you don't have to look far. You just have to look back to last season when they started, um, you know, after losing him after the first week one win, they were 1-6 the first half of the season without T.J. Watt. And, you know, not only do you miss his game-wrecking force on every single play, but also the opponent has to game plan against him. And, like, I've talked to inside linebackers who say that their job is easier because the running back has to stay in the block. And when he does, that's a guy they're assigned to man coverage so they can green dog blitz or what the Steelers call it as a hug rush, where if you see your guy staying in the block, you can add on to the rush. So they're actually generating more pressure there. So, you know, the Steelers made a very concerted effort this offseason to add quality depth at every position. And I think one of the positions they did the best job of that is at the outside linebacker position. You know, Marcus Golden, I think, is a great team guy. I talked to him after the game uh, in 
uh, in Baltimore, and he was like, man, if I play one snap, if I play three snaps, I don't care what I get, I'm going to give it my all. And his phrase is keep hunting. He always says that. And, and then, you know, Nick Herbig has been a guy that Steelers fans have fallen in love with, I think. Um, it seems like every time he gets an opportunity, he's maximizing it. You know, you look back to two games ago where he had the strip, sack, fumble recovery – uh, that was really a game-changing play and possibly season-changing play. And and so, you know, even though no one can replace T.J. Watt, I do feel the Steelers are in a much better position than they have been previously to handle his absence. You know, and we're talking to Mike DeFabo from The Athletic. Uh, I saw the Steelers sign Brad Wing to the practice squad today. Immediately when that happened, I said, oh, okay, let me just look up Buffalo's punter. Buffalo probably has a left-footed punter, and they want the ball to be caught on a spin in practice this week because the ball spins the other way. Uh, Mart- this Martin guy does not punt left-footed. He punts right-footed. So it's not that. They're not trying to get somebody a different look during uh, during a practice session. Is there a real shot that Wing is just better than uh, Presley Harvin and that they might just leave Presley Harvin at home or that Harvin could be hurt? I was pretty intrigued by that move as well um, because Harvin did deal with an injury earlier this year and they brought in Brad Wing. He did a fine job. Um, And, you know, I think we all know that Presley hasn't lived up to his billing. He won the Ray Guy Award as college uh, football's best punter, but he's just been too inconsistent. You see the upside in why he won that award, but, you know, we all have seen the shanks or or the 17-yard punts, things of that nature. Um, so I actually thought maybe Brad Wing would get a chance, but after practice today, Mike Tomlin talked, and the way he characterized it was just regular practice squad type stuff. So, you know, judging from Mike Tomlin's answer, it does not seem like Brad Wing is going to be stepping in there. But then again, Tomlin's not always the most forthcoming and honest guy in those press conferences. So, you know, I think it is something to kind of keep an eye on. If I had to bet, I would say Presley Harvin's going to be the punter, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Well, let me try to wrap my head around this. And this is why, again, I think that – and maybe they want to be, and that's fine, but I always say that football coaches act like they run the Pentagon and not a football team. But if they want to, that's okay. What would be the practical application for limited spots on a practice squad to have a punter essentially having two punters in your building? Yeah, I'm with you there. That's what's intriguing about it. And, and it does make you wonder about the health of Presley Harvin or about, um, you know, whether they want another option if they feel like things aren't going well. Um, so, yeah, it, it is definitely a bit of an interesting move. Yeah, it certainly is. Mike, what is the one area that you look at at this game and you say, okay, from a matchup standpoint or a player standpoint or just uh, somewhere in this game, not enough people are talking about this, but I think it'll be a big factor in this game or this person will play a big role or like what's hidden there? Because everybody knows the obvious stories. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think the obvious stories are like, how is Joey Porter Jr. going to match up against Stephon Diggs? And, and I think that you know, he's been tested against top wide receivers. This is almost like a final exam, exam of sorts against an elite route runner. You know, I look at the, the matchup with Josh Allen, and you know, I think a big factor in what's going to change this game is going to be how many turnovers Josh Allen has, when he turns the football over, and where he turns the football over. Because this guy is really a double-edged sword in the true definition of it because – He's, I love this stat, he's number one in total touchdowns, number one in total yardage, and second in turnovers in the league. So, 
you know, you know he's going to hurt you. You know he's going to score points, but you also know you could turn him over. I guess if I were to p- pick something that, you know, maybe people aren't talking about, you know, I, I think they probably are going to try to take away George Pickens. I think they're probably going to try to take away Deontay Johnson. So is there another guy who can step up? You know, Calvin Austin, we haven't heard a lot from him lately. Is this the game that he breaks out? And, and I was going back and researching Mason Rudolph, and I remember that big deep ball he threw in the preseason to Calvin Austin. And we haven't really seen, you know, other than special teams, Calvin Austin use his, his dynamic playmaking ability on Sundays quite so much and, and just in his normal offense. So, you know, I am kind of curious. Maybe there is an opportunity to hand the football to Calvin Austin or to hit him with a deep shot or just use his speed in a creative and different way. Terrible take, great take, or somewhere in the middle take. Are you ready for this? And this is verbatim from a tweet that I made about an hour and a half ago. Buffalo chicken dip is much better than buffalo chicken wings. Give me a choice of unlimited one or the other. I'm taking the dip all day. DeFabo, tell me. See, I'm going to tell you something about myself. Um, Chicken wings are not only my favorite food, they're like almost a part of my personality. And uh, I basically try to limit my life to like five things that I like. And, you know, one of those things is, is chicken wings. And every birthday I have, I have to get wings. I grew up in Latrobe and Dino's was like my go-to place. One time my parents had a party and um, this family, they were like considering naming their kid Michael. And I sat down and I crushed 40 wings right in front of them. And they were like, after that, they're like, we love this guy. We're naming our kid Michael now because this guy is, is seems like a nice guy, eats chicken wings. So like the, I plan, I've already planned out when I get to Buffalo, what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to wing nuts probably first. Uh, the famous place, you know, that was in the Knights of Columbus. It's like, it's, it's like a, an otherworldly experience. Um, and then there's another place called Barbill where they literally paint hand paint the, the sauces onto the wings. So like if I could eat one food, the rest of my life would be chicken wings. So I, I very much disagree with your take. Okay. That's fine. Uh, you know, it's it, 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 the variety makes is a spice of life or whatever. Well, this is, this is sports talk radio. We're supposed to debate things, important things like chicken wings. Certainly your, what's your go-to here in Pittsburgh? Uh, you know, I, I actually, D's six pack and dogs has uh, a lot of good varieties of wings and I like their, um, it's called Swissdale gold. And Swiss it's Bale. like, uh, it's like a mustard sauce. I actually told Calvin Austin about it in the locker room. And, and cause he was like talking about how he wanted wings that reminded him of Memphis. Ah, and so it's and like an ter- off yellow. It's like, it's like an off yellowish kind of uh, like a, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if somebody from D's is listening right now, they might want to talk to Calvin Austin and try to get a sponsorship deal or something with him because he was all about it. Why would you pat? This is where the lack of savvy nature of Mike DeFabo is coming in. Why would you pass off that endorsement or sponsorship deal onto someone else and not try to lasso it yourself? Well, what I was thinking actually is maybe at the end of the season we would sit down and like have wings. I could do my the Donnie football wing it version, uh, but with football players, do a little interview session or something like that. You and Calvin Austin, you and whomever have your what do they say? Swissville Gold at these six pack and dogs. It's the best, man. I'm telling you, it's it's really good. I also like um, Bingham Tavern's good. Um, what else do I like? William Penn Tavern, mm-hmm. the kitchen sink. Yeah, that's always interesting because they say like it's always different depending on who makes them. And I mean, I'm 
You can tell I'm a wing guy. You can tell. I can tell. I can tell. Uh, do you like the full wing or like the drummy or the flat or whatever? Because I'm a big full wing guy. I I like them both. I think it's like like you said, variety is the spice of life. But if I had to pick, I actually prefer the flats. Those are my go-to, and I can eat them in one bite. Yeah, you just put them in and then pull out just a bone. It's like an old man sure. trick. It's a great thing to see. Exactly. Uh, yep. Um, ranch, blue cheese, crumbled blue cheese, what? <laughs> I go blue cheese. Just blue cheese dressing. I know you have this weird take, and I couldn't tell if you were joking with me before, that you put blue cheese crumbles right on the wing. I do. I I've, sp- never he- I've never heard of that, and I've never seen that other than you. No, you get blue cheese crumbles, you like lay them out on your plate, and you smush the wing down onto the blue cheese crumble. And when you lift up the wing, they're like embedded on there. That's how I like it. I'm not going to knock it until I try it. But, it, you know, I am a blue cheese guy, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay. And uh, you wash it down with a beer? That's your, that's your move? I think you kind of have to. Yeah. It just goes better together. Seems like it. Oh, they made it. One of that, that one big country singer made a song about that. It goes better together. Um, but I don't think he said wings and beer. I don't. I don't believe he listed that in there. It was like a, a home run ball and something else. That that one big guy that sells out stadiums all the time. You know that song, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Yeah, Luke yes. Combs. That's who it was. Yes. Did he have wings in that song? Because he wrote a hell of a song, if I remember correctly. I don't think so. But wings and beer. You know, nothing goes better with football, in my opinion, than that. Is that going to be one of your wedding songs, Luke Combs? Some things just go better together. It might. Uh, I'm trying to make the first dance the Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I've been working on that one. <laughs> that's what that's what I say to get on her nerves sometimes. Cotton Eye Joe or Macarena? Uh, tell her, it just just threaten her. Say, listen, if you keep it up, we're going to do Cotton Eye Joe or the Macarena as our first dance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, she didn't grow up around here either. She doesn't realize that at Greater Latrobe High School, that was a central part of the curriculum was, was, you know, we had to do square dancing every single year and learn the cotton eye gel. So, you know, the, all the important and essential things. Sounds like it. Well, have fun up in Western New York. Um, I'll talk to you in short order, I'm sure. It's great talking to you. And that feature, again, Mason Rudolph, you did the legwork. You put in the time. You talked to the people who need to be talked to as opposed to just, well, one source. Good job by you, and look for it on The Athletic uh, as the clock strikes midnight, right? Yeah, probably tomorrow morning around 5 a.m., so, yeah. Okay. What, Mike? What? Finish. Finish your sentence, Mike. No, my dog was eating. I have a Manny Brothers, like, stuffed Manny Brothers sandwich for my dog, and he just was, was getting excited about it. Okay. So, no, but, yeah, check that out. It's going to drop at, like, 5 a.m. tomorrow on The Athletic, and um, hopefully people enjoy it. Hopefully, as much as your dog enjoys smelling that sandwich. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Mike. All right, thanks a lot. See ya. Mike needed to go because his dog was going to eat the sandwich before he did. Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line uh, brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Question about a jersey coming up in just a moment here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week. Baseball card, Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday. 937thefan.com on our contest page. I, I got to get back into Buffalo Chicken Dip talk a little later on this hour. Top of the hour, viewership numbers. And are we fading on someone? Someone we thought was an all-timer, big-time star, somebody whose star was never going to fade. Are we fading on that person? Talk about that at 9 o'clock. But I saw a story. How about this parlay, right? There was a story on Channel 2 on the noon news today. And by the way, I don't. I say by the way as a transitional phrase all the, all the time, and I need to change that some, but I, I'll go with it. I was watching the noon news today, and I don't know if I haven't watched the noon news in a little while or whatever it was. They now have this thing on the noon news. Do they do this every day or not? They had Erica Moke. Is that her name? Yeah, Erica Moke, I guess. And it was just a single shot, one camera, and she sits at that round that, that round set in the middle of the newsroom, and there's no co-host. Like It's just her in a camera pointed straight at her the whole time. It's like she's delivering an internet um, news delivery. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It was just a different take. Like there was just one host. And they did the whole, she did the whole new news. She brought it in and out of the different packages. She threw it to, oh, well, Mary was there for weather, which is what I wanted to see what the weather was going to be like anyway. But it was a different scene. Anyhow, in the throes of that, I don't know, it was about seven, eight minutes in. She throws it to a reporter. And the reporter is giving us a report about this, right? And what this is, is a Steeler-centric parlay that you only get on local news in western Pennsylvania something like this only here can you get the back-to-back stories of the first story they went to Yenzers in the strip and rally house rally house about the lack of availability of Mason Rudolph jerseys so that was the first part of the story then they rolled right into The cheapest place to buy gas on the way to the game in Buffalo this weekend. And it's some Native American reservation, right? Some some Native American reservation in Irving, New York, I think it was. Which is like 
once you get across the Pennsylvania border, you're kind of going towards the north and towards the east a little bit before you get in Orchard Park. You, you cross the border in Erie. I don't know if it's on 99 or where. I didn't watch it. But the parlay of that was incredible to me. And it lent me to this at 412-928-9370. 412-928-9370. One, if the Mason Rudolph jerseys are hard to find, that means that the ones they had in production have sold out or sold out earlier in the year or people grab them. So do you know anybody who has a Mason Rudolph jersey? We have to know more people than we would think who have a Mason Rudolph jersey. Is that fact? When did these people buy these Mason Rudolph jerseys? Because when they were talking to the guy at Yinzer's and they were talking to the young lady at Rally House, it's Rally House. When they were talking to those people, they didn't make it sound like, oh my gosh, we've never had a Mason Rudolph jersey. They made it sound like this. Well, we used to have them a long time ago, but there was no longer a want or a need or a calling for them, so we don't have any more. So who bought all these, and when did they buy them? Did they buy them the first go-round of Mason Rudolph, and they're gone? And the second question I thought of is this, at 412 And by the way, Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. The second question I thought of is this. Let's say you're a kid right now, and you're a gigantic Pittsburgh Steelers fan. What jersey are you asking for? Is it, it was Kenny Pickett right after he was drafted. But has his star fallen so much that you say, look, I can't buy the Kenny Pickett jersey. Mom and Dad, I want you to get a jersey for me. It it can't be the Kenny Pickett jersey, though, because I don't even know if he's going to be the starting quarterback next year. Uh, At one point, people thought he was going to be some kind of star. Now I don't even know if he's going to be the starter. Is it swung back to, look, Najee really looks like he might be here for the long term. Get me that jersey. Because I'm not a jersey guy. But if I were a little kid and I was a jer- wanted to buy jerseys, one of the prerequisites to selecting that person of the jersey that I was going to buy was I'd want that jersey to not go out of style or that player to go out of town in short order. I'd want that person, I'd want to have a long-term use for that jersey. Even if I kind of grew out of it, I want that jersey around. It was like you knew you could buy a Bettis jersey right after he was traded here. And not too long after then, you knew you could buy that Bettis jersey. You knew you could grab that Bettis jersey, and you're in it for the long haul. Is it TJ Watt if you're a little kid? Because you're like, you know, even if it all goes to hell, they're probably not going to trade for him. And no matter how banged up he is, he's going to get out there, and he's going to have he's going to have a decent mark, you know, on the football game. Is is that who it is? If you're a little kid and you're looking for a jersey right now, is it George Pickens? Or do you say, well, you know, they don't use George Pickens the way that they probably should. I don't know about his jersey. Is it Cam Hayward? Because you can buy a Cam Hayward jersey and roll it into retirement to where you have it in his kind of golden years and his going away years. And then after he's done being a Pittsburgh Steeler, you still have that jersey. Is it Joey Porter Jr.? 
which I think probably would be an answer for more people than you think, right? Local guy from a high school here, played locally in college at Penn State or one of the schools that, you know, people in Pittsburgh cover, and then guy that looks like after his rookie year is going to be a force. What is that jersey? That got me all thinking, and I still couldn't get away from the fundamental question that I asked myself. Who the hell has all these Mason Rudolph jerseys? You know? Who 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 bought all of these? Did he buy them all to send to his ex-girlfriends that are all hot and he has like 16 of them? Where did they all go? Jackson's in Lebo. Hi, Jackson. Hey, how you doing, Colin? Good evening. Good evening. If you were a kid and you said, Dad, I want a jersey, what would it be right now? I think right now, if you're talking security, at Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah, or, or even Benton. Benton looks like a keeper, and he's a, he's a beast. Pretty good call. Um, um, it wouldn't be – like, you know one that would be a slam dunk, but linemen aren't sexy, is Broderick Jones. Yeah, uh, you know, there used to be a ton of Fanica jerseys in, like, the aughts. So, it's, 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 we're, we're, we're a lineman town. Yeah, not bad. There were – I remember there were – well, Pouncey and DeCastro sold jerseys. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, I think – but the comment on the Mason thing, uh, there were a good bit of them floating around in the Mason duck year. Yeah. Uh, I, I distinctly remember that guy that made it on ESPN in the Jets game that had, like, the Rudolph head and the Rudolph jersey. Then oh. he changed it to a duck jersey and a duck head. You're like, right. They're out there. They're just gone. You're right. So maybe I'm overestimating how many were in production. When they talked yeah, to they- the- there was probably like 50 total. <laughs> I know. When they talked to the guy at Yinzers and the lady at Rally House, it's Rally House. When they talk to those people, maybe when they say they're out, they only mean like we only had 10 of them the whole time we've worked here. <laughs> right. Did you know right. something about Rally House? I did this one time that I found out. Do you know the Rally House jingle is the same for each city, but they change the words? I mean, that makes sense. Doesn't, didn't Fox Sports do that all over the country for a while? Yes. It, uh, uh, here, I still have it in my folder. G- bear with me. Listen to this. If you, if you live in Michigan, Jackson, this is what Rally House's commercial is. Are you ready for this? Shoot. Rally House, shop every team in town. Play ball, Michigan. Shop the latest in Tiger style with your favorite brands and throwback designs. Rally House has gear for every fan. Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, Pistons, Spartans, Chippewas, everything Michigan. Does that blow your mind? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's worse. Because here's, here's the one, like, in Pittsburgh, right? Latest college style. Steelers, Penguins, Pittsburgh Panthers, Pirates, Penn State, Nittany Lions. All right. And then if you live in Kansas City, they hit you with – because I, I went and recorded all these one night. They, if you live in Kansas City, they hit you with this. Full family and even outfits for your best friend. Kansas, Missouri, Kansas State, Chiefs and Royals make KC great. Rally House. Bro. I, I, it you know was like what? I looked behind the curtain at Oz when I found this one night. I want to know how much that that voiceover guy. I think it's the same singer. It is. It is. He's just, he's just doing script after script. He probably makes a lot of money. They locked my man in a room and they made him do this for like one long weekend. And there it was. But whenever that happened, and thank you for the call, it blew my mind when I found that out. It it, it was. It was like I saw behind the curtain at Oz and I went, wait a minute, because the reason I found it out is I was in 
Miami or in Florida, and the commercial came on, and I'm like, rally, house. I'm like, why are they playing this? The Pittsburgh. And then the words were different. And I went, oh, my gosh. Anyway, your call's next. We'll talk about jerseys. We'll talk about Buffalo Chicken Dip. We'll talk all the way until 1030 right here on the Fan Fan Text Line. Hit me there, too. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never fee unless we get money for you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I do want to get back into Belichick talk before the uh, before the show is over. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. I got so much going on tomorrow. I'm excited about this. So much going on. Um, not that I'm going to share it with you. I just got a lot going on, and I'm excited. I'm excited to sleep fast, if you will. You know what's a great text here is that Fuzz, who texts in all the time, says – about our jersey discussion. If you were a kid right now, what jersey would you buy? He is buying low on the Herbig jersey. That it's going to be a great investment. Not a bad call. Pat's in Natrona Heights. Hi, Pat. Hey, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Hey, defensively, I'm going with Joey Porter Jr. We haven't had a cornerback in years and years, and that dude's a lockdown. What do you think about that? I think probably the last jersey that people have bought from a corner standpoint was probably Ike Taylor a little bit. I, yeah, I agree. Ike Taylor for sure. And then offensively, I'm going to put this out there. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan with those, you know, uh, wide receivers, those drama diva wide receivers. So I really like uh, Pickens out there. And I think he has a great potential if he can hold it together. Well, yeah. I mean, you could say that about a lot of receivers. Do you think he'll hold it together? Let me ask you that as a fan because, you know, I talk to people and a lot of the people I talk to are in this building and they kind of work in the same field I do. But just as a general Steeler fan, do you think – I'm a mental health therapist and I don't think that any of these wide receivers that are divas without some kind of help are ever going to hold it together. So I guess my answer would be no. Well, no, let's dive into that deeper. This is intriguing to me. 
don't you have to allow people – people say it like this, like I'm not going to limit them from being themselves. I don't want to be – there's a fine line between allowing guys like that to be themselves and then kind of grabbing hold of them. Is there is there a true case to be said there? I think there is. I think it's a, it's a youth and a lack of maturity, but then when you look at like the TOs of the world that just kept going and going – you need to have someone that's dedicated to intervening at an early age and being like, hey, you know, you can be yourself, but also not be a knucklehead jagoff. Yeah. Uh, so why do you think he won't make it? I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to wish the guy harm. It's just I haven't seen anybody kind of come in as a mentorship with these uh, the professional athletes just across the board, Johnny Manziel, you know, included things like that, and really get to the bottom of it. You know, there's some kind of ego complex there, which, you know, with diagnosing – you know, I don't know if these guys want to be medicated or not, but they act a fool. Yeah, they do kind of act a little bit crazy. But, you know, some people will say, and a lot of people actually say, that that's what makes them great. That they're married to needing to be uh, great, needing to be sharp, and they're so wired like that because they're such perfectionists. I don't know. But I got to get to this. I'm watching the uh, St. John's in Providence game. At the very end of this St. John's in Providence game. And I took a photo of this, and I'm going to tweet it out. There is a sign courtside, and it's one of those scrolling signs where, you know, it changes all the time, okay? So the sign changes, and it's right next to the one team's bench. And it's right next to Patino. And it says, Jesus took timeouts too. And it's sponsored by hegetsus.com, which I know a little bit about because they also sponsor a race car. Like, I don't know, and I watch NASCAR. But I don't know about their company or whatever. I just know that he gets us. Is that actually Joe Gibbs's grandson uh, runs a he gets us car sometimes, right? Ty Gibbs. Imagine if that sign was right there. Jesus took timeouts too when Chris Weber called that timeout. That would have been absolutely perfect. Kent's in Mount Washington. Hi, Kent. Hey, my man. How you doing? Hey, listen, real quick. I got a couple of big queen, uh, questions. I'm going to hang up. Well, why are you going to hang up? Because I want to hear your response. Well, just stay on the line. You'll hear me just the same. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. Man. That's okay. Uh, Go ahead. Hey, listen. Uh, is Vegas in the business of making money or losing money? They're in the business of having people bet on both sides kind of equally so that they can make money either way, right? What makes the Steelers a 10-point underdog in this game other than maybe the weather? Okay, and Buffalo's that's a big factor. That so I got Buffalo's won five are, games in a row. Yeah, and all my buddies are taking the Steelers plus the points. I think they're going to be disappointed. Well, what are you getting the, at? What I'm getting at is I think Vegas has got it plugged in that the uh, Steelers are going to lose and everybody want, they want them to jump all over the, the Steelers with the money, I mean, with the spread. Why is there always all these conspiracies? You seem like a, a, a thoughtful man, but why are there always all these conspiracies about Las Vegas and it's really no deeper than they're trying to get people to bet on equal sides so they take money home but, either way? But, man, you know, 10 points in a playoff game is just – Maybe the Steelers aren't that good, and they're playing without T.J. Watt, and they're playing with their third quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing is that on on this weekend's wild card games, take all the teams that are giving points, all the teams that are giving points. Take Buffalo, take the Browns, and take Kansas City. 
there, there's your winners right there. Well, I mean, if you're so sure of it, then bet it. I mean, that's fine. I just, I, I did. I did. A, I put a, I put a three-way parlay on it. I did. I, what do you think? I, I, I don't tell everybody what I bet because then you get people that say, "Say you're on the radio. You think you're supposed to be right?" Like. Right, 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 right. Betting for me is just something I do here and there. I don't bet a whole lot. I bet here and there, and it's not like if we all knew as much as we thought we knew. This is something that's epidemic. I'm glad you brought this up, actually, in a way. First of all, there's two points to what you just said. One, everybody feels slighted that the Steelers are 10 point underdogs. Okay. If you feel so slighted here in Western Pennsylvania, then go bet your mortgage. On the Steelers covering that money and if or covering that number, and if they do, good for them. You're really rich. Like it's nothing personal. The people who make the books are trying to make money. All right, they're trying to get you to both on bet on both sides. Two, this is epidemic, and I'll tell you what's epidemic is this, and it's especially since about the pandemic. There's way too many people in sports talk radio or in talk radio, or just on the internet who are media personalities, sports media personalities, or quasi-sports media personalities, who bet a little bit, maybe like I do, just here and there on the FanDuel account or whatever it is, that they've tried to go down a lane of advising people how to bet. Or they've tried to go down a road of, well, I'm X. Uh, um, it's 19 and 17 ATS in the NFL this year. And here's my pick. And they hyperanalyze everything or they never give you the record and they hyperanalyze everything. What I'm getting at is this. They are self-proclaimed gambling experts. And it came about after two things happened. One, the pandemic. And two, you can bet from your phone on just about every single thing. And it's come into more and more states. So many of these people don't know any more than you and I know about betting. So many of these people started betting just really right around the pandemic, and they fashion themselves these experts. It's laughable. What's even more laughable is so few of them give their records out, like what they were over the course of a weekend or a week or a month or a full season. And it just makes me chuckle. So we've become infatuated with the sports gambling world. And we see these different platforms and we see these different gambling sites, whatever. I look at them and I go, does that guy really know more than I do? Than my neighbor does? Than some guy at the gym does who has a FanDuel app? Most of the time the answer is no. It just, it isn't. But we've made ourselves these quasi-gambling experts. And for me, I just look at it, and anybody with an Instagram account, anybody with a social media account that has one of those bright Instagram circle lights and puts their face out there seems to think that they can give advice and they can have people bet by their advice and they're some kind of star. Josh and Bell Vernon. Hi, Josh. Hey, uh, so real quick, I'm just curious, like, the whole gambling thing, you're talking about they want people to bet on both sides. Wouldn't it make more sense for them to want people to bet on one side more than the other? Like, I just I don't understand that, that, that thought process. 
No, because then if they don't hit the right side, then they could potentially lose a ton. Sure, but, I mean, wouldn't they make more money if, like, they, they put put the spread more one way and they hope everybody jumps on that? And well, yeah, then, the, you know if, what I mean? Right, but then the, the spread isn't fixed. It, sh- it shifts throughout the week. Sure, yeah. All right. Then, I mean, I'm not a gambling expert, just like you were saying. So, right. Text here. Didn't Dunlap publish his son's weekly NASCAR picks on air years ago? Yep, a couple years ago. And he hit 71.8%. 71.8%. And it was documented. And then you know what? I stopped doing it. I stopped putting it out. You know why? Because he lost like three weeks in a row. And people like personally attack you. And it, he was uh, 10 at the time. And it was absolutely laughable. But he was like, I want to say 71.2 or 71.6%, something like that. And it was like fascinating throughout the course of the whole NASCAR season how much he got right. It was it was actually mind-blowing how much he got right. Some of it was luck. A lot of it was research. He had a scientific method in which he went and looked at it all and kind of, and it was real manufacturing based. Uh, it was, you know, Ford and Chevy and Toyota, and he looked really deeply into it, but then like anybody, he was bound to lose some. And when he did, the the rage of people on the internet was so strange to me. I want to get back into Buffalo Chicken Dip because that's much more enjoyable to talk about. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives on Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Small chance of light snow throughout the uh, night. Low of 34. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.